for the most part, the Cubs were brutal at first and third base in 2023. Let's talk. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. Please support the show by following on your preferred audio platform, and you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into discussion with you and all things Cubs. Today's Wednesday episode is presented by FanDuel. Make every moment more with FanDuel, right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Well, perhaps a little more of aggressive of a cold open than, than it needed to be, but that's how I feel about the corner infield for the Cubs in 2023 as it proved to be severely lacking in production, both offensively and defensively, Sam. We're going to break down a lot of these individuals because there was a lot of them for both of these spots. And then later in the show, we'll get to some some targets and some ideas uh, for this upcoming season. Okay. How you doing? Oh, all right. All right. All right. I'm, um, I would I would categorize myself as not bad. I would say I'm not bad. Um you know, a lot going on. Uh, no, I'm just going to finish real quick. A lot going on in the <laughs> – I'm just messing around. A lot going on in the sporting world on this Tuesday evening. Of course, game seven between the Phillies yeah. and the Snakes. And then uh, the debut of the National Basketball Association. So, um, you know, a lot going on. And I would just say this. I want to be very clear about the, the, the corner spots. And, and you, you have your process and I have mine. That's what makes this a show. It's a team show. I will not be giving this position group a break and counting Cody Bellinger towards a first baseman. Because that's not what they intended going into the right. season. Just because Mike Talkman came in and played good ball and Bellinger then was able to fill in at first base does not mean that they get – because we use Bellinger already as part of the center field. That's not right. We're, we're not – or I shouldn't say Oh, we. yeah, we did. You could, yeah. you, could, you could do whatever you want. I will be, I will be grading Hosmer, Mancini, Mancini Mervis – Young, Jared Young, Madrigal, Morrell, Mastro Bone, Rios, Rios. <laughs> you know, all these guys, man. And let me tell you, it, it it's it's not a good grade. Well, the the really the only person that stepped up at first or third was Nick Madrigal. Yeah. He he proved he could play third base in the major leagues. At the plate, he's still a mixed bag, and that's putting it lightly. Finished with a 263 average, OBP of 311, but defensively held it down for the most part. I would argue he's a he's a a solid bag of what you know what you're gonna get, like some sort of like vegetable, because you know it, it's he helps Parrots, a, perhaps. Yeah, he helps a little bit, but there's just not a lot there, you know. Yeah. 
And, and I like the Cody Bellinger point. He ended up playing 60 games at first, but did have the 84 in center. So he's out. No, I know. And I look, I know that he actually helped at first base, but I'm saying that right. wasn't the plan. What, what we're grading is how they handled the corner spots, and they didn't handle them very good. And don't forget about wisdom. And he was at both first and third. So, Sam, after Madrigal, I have to say, and after yeah. Candelario's first 10 games, everything else is a joke. It's a joke. At these two spots. And, you know, it's doing these types of reviews – you wonder about not only two spots, but two premium spots, two spots that for as long as you can remember in baseball were held down by, by a, a power a slug slug yeah. and, and hitting balls out of the ballpark that they won the 83 ball games. Right. Hosmer's an F. Mancini's an F. an F. Mervis is an F. Young is an F. Wisdom's a D plus. And that's just first base. You think calling Young an F is necessary? Well, it's... I would say kind of like a not-grade N.A. Like an incomplete. Yeah, and and Mervis, same with him. I mean, I would say Mervis and Young were brought up to be producers, and neither of them really did that. Well, I feel like I'm... You know, I'm really feeling it with these spots. They, They did us wrong. They did us, the fans, wrong. And if they don't change it for 2024 wait till the next segment to hear about that i will leave no stone unturned well candelario was a d anyone that thinks he was any better when he came up just because you know i had him at a c for yeah because because people let me tell you something people in the world overreact to first impressions sometimes and it's like for good or bad it's like oh my gosh but that first 10 days it's like yeah and then after that it was just a mountain of you know what. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was, it was just blah. No, no, it wasn't. It was You're awful. Saying it was worse. Yeah. It was awful. Okay. But I don't I don't guess I don't have a memory of of, of that well, being, of him well, being well, awful. Well, well, that's what we're gonna yeah, it's filibuster for me. Filibuster I don't, for me. So Candelario was was red hot. At one point he he wasn't even making outs that that red series when he got acquired. Hey. And I understand he had a regression, but I don't know if I recall him being awful, Sam. Matt, in the month of in the month of uh, September, oh, no. I, did the average start with a one? Well, I don't have it in front of me right now because it's. I'm, I'm just going to read you his his box lines in September. <laughs> o for two, o for two, one for four, one for four, o for three, one for four, o for two, o for three, o for one, o for two, o for three, o for three, one for four, two for five. He had one multi-hit game wow his average was 260 heading into the month that ended at 251 he came to the cubs you ready for this when he arrived with the cubs his average and his numbers was a robust 265 348 488 with a beautiful 835 ops and he finished the year at 251 336 wow. 471 with an 807 ops he came in here and he did not he did not he did not produce wow. and uh on, and he played a lot of first and he played a lot of third, third right so all right well that covers candelario <laughs> and uh, uh um, you, know, you know, magical and Mastro, I'd give about a C. Yeah, something along those lines. I mean, the, the clearest F of them all is Hosmer and Mancini. Well, they didn't even they didn't even make it through the season. I know, but that hurts. Those get 
Trey Mancini and Eric. No, I agree. They hurt. They hurt this ball club. I mean, Hosmer only got a hundred plate appearances and ended and up. That was, and that was about 99 too many. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember in early January, we were just giddy for the season and, and we had an episode, we had a segment at least about 10 minutes where we tried to make a case that Hosmer could help. Yeah. I oh, believe it was even a title, but. Yeah, it was it was a reach for sure. I actually we were I was personally excited on Mancini. I wasn't really. At, and he signed at the end of Cubs convention, but you last fall around this time said you were out on him. When I was bringing up some targets after Abreu, you and, and people could check the tape. You no. were out on Mancini. Well, no, and and then April 9th after the Rangers series, I came on this very show You're and said out, he, right. he 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 no no, he shouldn't be on I didn't say that he shouldn't play. I not a major leaguer. Wow. And he proceeded to bat like 300 more times. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why you lose games. And that's why the Diamondbacks are, are, are minutes away from kicking off their game seven. And I'm sitting here with a nice piece of chicken and some rice and, 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 a, and a little bit of uh, 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 veggies. And I'll be watching from home instead of locking oh. in as a Cub fan. So cumulative grade, D minus, quarter infield. Amen. Thank you. That's... 2023 what about 2024 and i have an interesting name to share uh as a comeback player of the year situation possibly stay tuned today's episode is brought to you by jace medical everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected that's why jace medical offers the jace case the Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand, and it is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical Plus an additional $20 off by using code locked on at checkout. JaceMedical.com, promo code locked on. That's JaceMedical.com, J A S E, medical.com, promo code locked on. First and third base in 2024 needs to be rebooted on the north side, Sam. And we're going to go over some options and some targets. First, internally, have the Bellinger decision looming? You know, is that more of a center field thing? Is it more of a first base thing? We'll, we'll keep a close eye and ear on that um, th throughout the duration of the offseason. Third base, you could run it back with the magical Mastro combo. Uh, you know, is Morel going to third base university? <laughs> Internally, it's pretty light. Okay, it's pretty light. So... Third One of my favorite year. things to do this time of year, I want to look at the options. Sure, and I talk. have free agents in front of me that I think you're going to be very interested in. Okay, you tell me. You're, you're the best at this. First base, the Cubs should target Reese Hoskins. Oh, wow. Help lead the Phillies to the Who? 2022 World Series. Uh, was projected to have another solid year in 23. In March, he did tear his ACL out for the year. Okay. Although I did just see a headline before recording time that if the Phillies win tonight, 
there's an outside chance he could return for the series, a la Schwarber. He could do a little Schwarber. He is an appropriate cost option for first base. He just missed the whole year. Right, you get him cheap. His cost goes down. One year cheap, prove it deal. And his value, he's according to fan graphs, he's very consistent. He's been about two wins a year. Yep. And he's had basically the same average and on base percentage every year. Across his six years so far in his career, his average and OBP are 242. Respectfully. He hit 18 homers in 50 games as a rookie in 2017, then hit 34 and 18, 29 and 19, 27 and 21, and 30 and 22. Folks, Hosmer, Mancini, Mervis, Young, Wisdom, enough. I'll take the 245, 350 any day. Little power added in? Well, a little. Not, Bring not me a, Reese Hoskins. Well, not a little power. A lot. Um, so let's 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 take a dive. Um, I really hope you're in on him, but if you're not, you know, I get it. No, no. For, listen, don't don't start assuming. I'm always not in on I these ideas. I should assume. I should assume. You know what I mean? You didn't like. You didn't. I didn't think you were right on the glass. Now let's be let's be real. And I wasn't. But okay. now. <laughs> Let's assume they don't trade for the polar bear Pete Alonso when we're having this discussion. Correct. That's because, excluding that. Yeah, excluding that. We already did a show about that. And and you know, we we wasted and not wasted, but we took people's time and they enjoyed it. So I don't want to pretend that we're off of that. That that is a very real possibility. I think it's one of the more likely ones they have. Yes. So in a world where that's not available, I absolutely love. The oh, Reese wow. Hoskins idea. Fantastic. And the reason why is simple. Because he's coming off an injury, maybe you get a price discount and you could fill other needs. I think the Reese Hoskins move would be a la the Cody Bellinger deal last year. Maybe get him to, to you know give him, a, give him a year, 17 million, say, hey, come here, prove yourself, and then we'll see the rest. You take care of first base for a year while still learning about some other potential guys, right? Mm-hmm. Then you worry about center. Then you worry about third and go from there. And, and again, he hits home runs. What, what was his injury this year? Was it an Achilles or a knee? I can't remember. Well, I thought it was an ACL. Yeah, okay, and a knee. It was a knee. Yeah, yeah. So that's not really going to affect him. He's not a speed guy, right? right I mean, right. what he does is hit the ball out of the ballpark, and, and that, you know, it doesn't matter what knee he has. He'll be able to do that. Mm. I think it's a very interesting idea. I think it's a very Cub idea. I think the fans in here that will comment will say, you guys are thinking very small markety again. Why not just go get a big fish? But – you can't have all big fishes or you're not going to feel well. You have to eat light sometimes. <laughs> and so, you know, you, you can't just spend, you know, at every position. This is a way to go out and get a guy that it will hit 245 with a not. Right. By the way, it does feel a bit sacrilegious as a baseball story and to celebrate 245, but it's the, it 350, does, yeah. it's, the, it's the 350 with the major slug that we're talking about. If you can go out, go get a guy to hit 30 home runs for a one year, 16, $17 million deal. By all means, yeah. and and I think it's a very interesting idea in a in a in a season where you're going to try and have your cake and eat it too, right? You're going to try and spend wisely, but you're also going to try and win a world championship or at least 
get there. I, I really like the idea. So um, well done by you. Good homework by you. This is different than glass now because this guy, you know, actually plays when he's healthy. And so, uh, <laughs> okay. and listen, I'm not going to poo poo the, the, the glass now thing. If they sure. get him, I'm not going to be disappointed when you get, whenever you could bring talent in your organization, right. you do it. I'll right. just be biting my nails every start that he doesn't start pulling on his elbow. Well, maybe they could, do a package deal with Yandy Diaz in there to play third. Well, if they got Yandy Diaz, then, you know, I might have to take over the show solo three times a week. <laughs> okay. So, because <laughs> he's one of my favorite players in baseball. And, and, you know, the reason why the Alonzo trade is so attractive is because the first base free agent market this winter is thin. So, Hoskins, you could even make a case as a headliner. He, he, he just might be the, the whole year. And, and that, and that will be the counter to my point is will he even, Will he still garner a long-term deal despite not playing? All right, so safe to say that you're out on a Candelario return at third because he's a free agent. That's that. Let me tell you something. That's safer than a seatbelt. Then we have two more names here. That's what the safest was- thing you've ever seen, man. That's like that's like eating broccoli five times a day. Doesn't get any safer well, a lot than of that. Vegetable references this show. I think that's the third one, isn't it? It's about too, too many. Justin um, it, Turner we talked about last winter, Sam. He's a free agent again. Yeah, it's a one-year. That, that's a Band-Aid. Okay. And then Matt Chapman. No. Who was awful this past year. I was in on him at the beginning of the year because of the defensive upside. Thinking about him at third with Swanson and Horner. There, there, there's so much gold here. You know, I got, I, I'm really out of references. You can and, make, uh, yeah, you can make jewelry out of it. Yeah, you can make jewelry or I was going to make a gold member reference for Austin <laughs> Powers. What a film. All right, let's um, move on but, to that uh, one. <laughs> but Chapman, Chapman forgot that offense is a part of the thing. And we've already seen that movie before on the left side. Oh my gosh, he was really bad, and um, so so those are the options. And uh, so I think, yeah, I think the Cubs would be wise to be out on Chapman, Turner a possibility, Hoskins a possibility. Let's go Otherwise, with. Otherwise, they're gonna have to make a trade, or uh, you know, see about Morell. Well, there's tr- there's trades there. Let's go with Magical and Mastro at third. You know, a friend of the show, Hoskins at first. Bellinger and center, and then they somehow well, some they might. Way trade for Juan Soto. Soto, that's a and, great lineup. And then all of a sudden, you know, Murderer's Row is back. Well, and I'll start on, making that lineup. It's on the north side. And is that what happens? Suzuki still on the club? Well, I think one of them would probably have to depart in the Padres deal. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. And I'd be fine with that. Like maybe, maybe that deal looks like something like. You know, I really don't want to let Suzuki go, but I know he'd be more willing to go to San Diego probably than Hap. Right. I even remember Hap talking about on his pod one time, like how weird the West Coast games are to him. And and, and Hap's it doesn't Hap's got the full no trade, right? But it's like I mean, just on paper, that deal would make so much sense. Like Hap and you know Hap and Canario and maybe a lower level pitcher pitcher prospect, and then we take on Soto's thing. I mean, you know, I don't know. Right, right. Uh, no, it's. Uh, it's- 
That he's the one dude I really want the Cubs to get this offseason. Well, I, I would like Alonzo brings me the feels too. Not not yeah, at the, but not as not, much as Soto. No, well, no, they're two cal- right, different right. caliber of players. But still, like if they got Pete Alonzo, I'm not going to be like, oh, cool. Like if I'm no, out, it's it's a charged up move. No, sure. no, no. Pete Alonzo is one of those things where when you find out they get him, you you drive home wherever you're at and yeah. you do a live show, and that includes Correct. your wedding. That includes your wedding. Correct, so, correct. You know, if we find out Pete Alonzo or Juan Soto's on the Cubs, because that's very possible no, when that happens. Yeah. You, know, we, you know, with all due respect, you know, I- I'll bring like a, a portable mic and we'll be doing a show. <laughs> that would be good. That would be great. So, you know, sorry, Kira. Straight ahead. Let's do some more trivia. This time, the opening day starter version that we teased oh, last week. Oh, not told. this again. October baseball is back, and you can make sure your postseason debut with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Join FanDuel today. You'll get started with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. When you place your first $5 bet, just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to create your new account. Then you can get in on the action from the first pitch until the final out. Bet on everything from strikeouts to home runs to who will win the game. And if you don't want to wait the whole game to get a W – Predict what will happen next to the next at-bat with quick bets. Sam, did you hear Christopher Mad Dog Russo? If yes. the Diamondbacks win this game, he says he's going to retire. Yeah. So we'll see about that. And, you know, we'll see about this next matchup. World Series game one, 7.03 Central what? this Friday. 7.03, did you say? 7.03 p.m. Central this Friday. Okay. Step up to the plate this postseason with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network and Major League Baseball. All right, Sam. So I have first base and third base opening day starters. Oh, uh, this last I period see. Of time. I, I, please I, don't I, type anything. Please no, don't are you, type. Are you insane? You know, don't type anything on your machine there. Are you insane? Okay, so we're going to list a few years and positions. I thought you meant opening day starters for baseball, and I was like, we already did that. We're doing it for positions, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean for pitchers. Hey, who was the first baseman opening day 2010? It's a, a, tr- a little bit so, of a trick question. Yeah, that's all right. So 2011 was Carlos Pena. I know that. Wow. Um, and 2012 was LaHare, but those aren't the question. The 2010, just give me a second. Yeah, it, it, and it's not multiple choice, is it? No, no. Okay. 2000, you said kind of a trick question, so that kind of messes with my head. Well, wait, Derek Lee. It was, yeah. Okay. I didn't, I didn't realize he went all the way through 2010. Well, no, and then they traded him, I think, halfway through 2010 to the Atlanta Braves. That's true. That's true. So listen, you already got ahead of me a little bit. So Pena was 2011, but 2012 was actually this person. Oh, it's not Brian LaHare. No. This is one of the wildest ones ever. Was it Jeff Baker? It was. Yeah. Well, you know, okay. So can I just, can I just answer that? Yeah. If if somebody wants to look that up, the Cubs probably opening day 2012 probably faced a left-handed pitcher. So Brian LaHare probably wasn't the opening day star. They were platooning because that was a, a Jeff Baker platoon. That's all. And he I wasn't. Got, 
he wasn't actually the opening day starter. That was LaHare's job in 2012. Remember oh, he, made... he won the starter's job, but didn't start the first game. Exactly. Okay. I, th- I think that's what that was. Who opened 2001 at first? You would have been pretty young for this. Fred, Mc... No, they traded for Fred, Fred McGriff. That summer they did, right? Yeah. Um, no, I, I didn't guess that. Um, let me know if you wanted any hints. Wasn't Grace. No. He was a Diamondback that year. He got a base hit in the World Series game. Yeah. Seven off, off Rivera pinch hit. Um, just, I don't want any hints, dude. Let's okay. Just do my thing, man. I know this old one team well. I I I I cuz I remember playing the video game. There was there was an Eric Young, there was like a Damon Buford. Was that MVP baseball? Something no, it was like a Nintendo, like a Shane oh, okay. Andrew Shane Andrews. I think he was playing third for that team. Um all right. Girard, I think Girardi was on that Cubs team. Um I will say Is it Glenn Allen Hill? Matt Stairs. Oh, he started opening day? Yeah. And then finally, actually, I really? got two more. Really? I, 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 I yeah. wouldn't have even come close to that. Third I would have base never got there. In 2003. It ended with A-Ram, but it started with. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It ended with Aramis. Um. <laughs> I really enjoy these trivia segments, man. It ended with a Ramos, and which means it was a weak position. Correct. Not a not a great player. Give me give, give me a hint. Well, Grudzalonic was playing Ooh, second. Um, Alex Gonzalez was playing short. Who else was on that team? Uh, Damian Miller was catching on that team. He never played third. Um, switch hitter. Hmm. Also played. Oh no! Sorry. Yeah, third base. I I I know the answer to this. It's going to yeah. Me. He was also on the Red Sox. Mark Bellhorn. Correct. Last well, one. I, believe I, you... I I identify Bellhorn as a second baseman more than a third baseman. Oh, okay. All right. So 2012 first base was Lahair Baker, right? Who I was think at so. the other corner? This is the last one. What it feels first trades. Ian Stewart. Correct. Thank you so much for checking out this edition of Locked On Cubs. For Thursday's episode, we're going to discuss the Cubs' interest in a pair of Japanese imports, Yamamoto and Matsui, a starter and a reliever, respectively. We're going to explore uh, the possibility of them on the north side for the first time. You give us 20 to 30 minutes. We'll give you all things Cubs with a laugh or two along the way. Be sure Matt Stairs, dude. That was the only one. On YouTube and smash the like button for the algorithm. Shout out to the audio teams on Apple, Spotify, Sirius XM. Mark Bellhorn. He's Sam Olver. I'm Matt Under, Cozy. Underrated hitter, Bellhorn. This is Locked On Cubs.